Mark Cuban. Going against the norm and, and looking for people who had great ideas is, is really what I look for as opposed to individuals mentoring me. David Stern. Thank you. Those are very kind and generous words. I greatly appreciate them, and thanks for having me on. Jeannie Buss. Thank you for having me. What a nice turnout. It's good to see everybody. Chris Everett. He was very interesting. You asked great questions, so thank you very much, Brian. Damian Lillard. That was for Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Maria Taylor. Oh, thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. And your preparation shows, too. Tim Howard. Well, I appreciate you saying I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Just to name a few. Welcome to Sports Business Radio. Now, here's Brian Berger. Well, thanks for joining me on this special edition of Sports Business Radio. I have some things to say, and I wanted to do an emergency podcast here with all of the developments in the sports world this week. It started with the Milwaukee Bucks deciding they were going to boycott their game in the NBA playoffs. And then it turned into a series of boycotts across the sports world. The NBA, the WNBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL. We've seen many games postponed this week as of this recording. It's been a domino effect. And I have a company called Everything is on the Record. And over the last 12 years, I have sat in locker rooms with elite athletes. I've sat in boardrooms with team owners. And I've had a really interesting perspective on the whole social justice reform issue and how it's played out with owners and with athletes. And I wanted to lend an idea today because a lot of people on this show say to me, hey, Brian, if you're going to criticize something, have a solution. So here's my solution. And I think this would be something that would really change the world and the sports world as we know it. So bear with me here. Uh, We see a lot of companies who have to navigate the political landscape, and they hire lobbyists. And they hire lobbyists in order to impact changes to laws and reforms. And yes, it costs money, and yes, it can be shady, but they hire lobbyists because the lobbyists know how to navigate the political system, which is not an easy system to navigate. It can be corrupt. You've got to know who to go to, what to say, and how to get those laws changed. And it's not always successful, but at least you've got a chance. I think there needs to be a social justice union that is formed for the sports world. Athletes from any sport, college or pro, can opt in to the union. Members of the union can collectively use their voices and their platforms to call for changes. So it could be anyone from LeBron James at the pro level to Trevor Lawrence at the collegiate level or Sabrina Inescu when she was at Oregon. It can be male or female, and it could be U.S. or it could be worldwide. But for sakes of this conversation, let's keep this to the U.S. because the laws that need to change are in the United States. Now, here's the key. You've got all these players who have tremendous platforms on social media. If they call a press conference, lots of people are going to show up. But the leader of this union has to be someone who knows how to navigate the political system. And that's not the job of an athlete. And I know you've got really savvy athletes out there and athletes who are much more than just athletes, but they don't have the time to be lobbyists and to go into the Senate and to go into the state government 
and to try and get laws changed. They're good at using their platforms. They're not great at going and lobbying for reform and changes to laws. Who better than to lead this union and put your politics aside but President Barack Obama? Barack Obama is someone who is well-respected by most people of color in the United States, especially athletes. He's respected widely by men and women athletes. And guess what? He knows how to navigate the political system. Was he always successful at getting things across that he wanted to get across as far as laws? No. But does he know how to navigate the system? Does he know people who know how to navigate the system? Yes, he does. And let's face it. That's what this comes down to. Who can change laws? Who can reform laws so that things are better than they are today? Because the way they are today, unacceptable. So the athletes would work with President Obama as the leader of this social justice union for athletes, but they would need to put out very specific goals or calls to action. That way everyone knows what the goals are. We can measure whether or not they're being achieved or not. And this has been one of the frustrations for many people with Black Lives Matter and with some of the initiatives that have been out there is, yes, they've called for certain arrests to be made. Yes, they've called for police reform. But we need to put very specific goals on the checklist, on the bulletin board, and then hold people accountable. And then everyone knows what the goals are, whether it's the athletes, whether it's the politicians, whether it's the media or the public at large. Everyone knows what the very specific goals are. What are some examples of goals that this union could put out there? Number one, how about the arrests of the officers who killed Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and who shot Jacob Blake within the next 30 days? That's very specific. 30 days. Okay, the owners of the pro sports teams have to commit to leverage their political clout in their home state with local and state politicians. And there needs to be a measuring stick for what that looks like. So these billionaire owners, many of them white men and some white women, very few minorities, they are very well connected politically to the state in which they do business. They have influence because they run big businesses, teams in those states, in those cities. They have influence. The players union needs to hold those owners accountable. Yes, the owners in the NBA, for example, have committed $300 million to social reform. Comes out to about $10 million a team. I'm not saying it's not meaningful, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not a ton of money. What would be as valuable would be that political clout that the owners could leverage with their state and local government officials and politicians. Another thing that could be a goal, additional funding by leagues and teams for social justice issues. So I just mentioned the $300 million by the 30 teams in the NBA. That's great, but how about across the sports world? The NFL has committed some money How about the WNBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball? Let's put it behind this social justice union from the sports world that's led by President Obama or a politician who has the respect of the athletes and who knows how to navigate the political landscape. 
funding for law enforcement reform and de-escalation education, and continuing this conversation as long as it takes to see changes and reform. So those are tangible things you can put on the bulletin board that you can hold people accountable for. And if I hear an athlete from a certain sport saying, these are the specific things that we need to change within the next 30 days, the next 60 days, whatever it is. Now everyone knows what the goals are. It's not broad. It's not, you know, black people need to be treated better. It's these very specific things need to be done. And then guess what? This athlete's union, if these changes aren't made, they need to be ready to boycott. They need to be ready to follow this up with action. There has to be some sort of a consequence if these specific goals are not met. And look, easy for me to say, as I sit here in my studio, the athletes have lots of money at stake. They have playing careers at stake. They have families who need food on the table. I get it. But if you're truly going to impact change, This is the way to do it, and you've got to risk it all, so to speak. All of us, but especially our friends of color, want to see police who have committed murder or heinous acts like the shooting of Jacob Blake seven times held accountable. There need to be consequences. And I think that's one of the immediate things that could happen. Again, the arrests of the officers who killed Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and who shot Jacob Blake in the back seven times If those arrests were made, that would be a big step in the right direction. I know there's democracy, there's red tape, but look, people are fed up with what's going on in our country, and there needs to be some consequences, and there needs to be change, and it needs to be soon. Again, the goals or the calls to action by this union, by the athletes, need to be very specific. Dating back to the days of Michael Jordan and then Tiger Woods, many of us asked our athletes to be more than just athletes. Use your platform to impact the world in a positive way. Before Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods, we had Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. They were all black athletes who used their platform to call for positive changes. Today, many of us ask our athletes to stand for something and be more than just a competitor on the field of play. So many athletes have answered that call. That's a positive. That's not a negative. We should support athletes who are using their platforms for positive change in our world. And the athletes have more leverage than they've ever had before. The climate from even a year ago has changed dramatically. Pro sports leagues and brands are coming out in support of athletes who are taking a stand. And if those leagues and brands don't back up their statements with action, The optics for those organizations, it's not good. They're seen as hypocritical and not meaningful. They just put a statement out because everyone else did, but they didn't really back it up with any form of action. I've seen NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell come out several times in support of the players. The NFL has put money behind these actions. I'm taking Roger Goodell at face value that he's changed and that there's going to be action and support by the NFL. He needs to be held accountable. All the commissioners need to be held accountable. The team owners need to be held accountable. And again, I've already given you ways how they can be held accountable. Some players' unions in the United States are unified and supported by their leagues. Others are fractured 
and they don't have the necessary meaningful support from their leagues. So this new social justice union form for the sports world would allow athletes from across the sports world to come together outside of their league's players union. Imagine Patrick Mahomes and LeBron James working together with President Obama or someone like him who knows how to navigate the political landscape. They're already working together on voting and making sure everyone has access to voting in the United States. Imagine if they work together on the broader goals and issues like the ones I've described today. Imagine J.J. Watt and Clayton Kershaw coming together to lend their voices. Megan Rapino, so many others. This new social justice issue is sorely needed because if all of the unions try and do this separately... It's going to be fractured. They're not on the same page. And this makes them truly unified. And they're led by someone like President Obama who can navigate the political red tape that needs to be navigated. I've seen this tipping point coming for years via my work with team owners, leagues, and elite athletes. But there's a disconnect. And the disconnect is a social justice union for athletes across all leagues led by someone like President Obama, who can help open the doors with politicians to impact changes to laws that need to be reformed or new laws that need to be created. There are great organizations like the Players Coalition that exist, but this union would be even more powerful. And corporations like Nike and others would likely donate funds and resources to the cause. Athletes could engage their brand partners and media partners to be part of this union. And the specific calls to action from this union would be very clear and concise, as I've outlined. I spoke with my friend Brian Grant this week. He used to play in the NBA. He's like a brother to me. I listened to Doc Rivers and Robert Ori speak this week. The fact that my friends of color don't feel safe and that they have to educate their kids on de-escalation tactics if they are confronted by law enforcement is heartbreaking. The fact that Breonna Taylor and George Floyd can be murdered and that Jacob Blake can be shot in the back seven times in front of his young children is unacceptable and chilling. The fact that officers who committed these heinous acts have faced no consequences is criminal. The system needs to change. It'll probably be years, unfortunately, before systemic racism is reduced or wiped out, unfortunately. But with a union like the one I've described, led by someone like President Obama and some of the most influential athletes, coaches, and others on the planet from across the sports world, maybe we can see reform and changes to the legal system too. So that's my idea. Again, people have always said to me on this show, come with solutions. If you're going to complain about something, come with solutions. Here's a solution. Form a social justice union that brings together all the players' unions from across the sports world, incorporates college athletes if they want to lend their voices and platforms, and make your goals and calls to action very, very specific. All right, I will talk to you Tuesday on the next edition of Sports Business Radio. Stay safe and be well. CBDMD is the official CBD partner of Sports Business Radio, and I couldn't be happier. Their products have made a huge difference in the quality of my life, my daughter's life, even our dog's life. I was having a difficult time sleeping, and CBDMD CBD PM drops and capsules have allowed me to sleep better than I have in years. CBD Freeze has been amazing for my daughter and I after we work out. 
Even our dog loves CBDMD's soft chews. They've got a great array of products. And one of the things I like the most about CBDMD's products, they're all THC-free. That was very important to me. CBDMD is also the first American CBD company to be publicly listed on the New York Stock Exchange. Check them out under the ticker symbol YCBD. Athletes such as two-time Masters champion golfer Bubba Watson, former NFL wide receiver turned broadcaster Nate Burleson, and UFC athletes Daniel Cormier and Chael Sonnen use CBDMD's high-quality products. Change your quality of life just like I did. These are anxious times for a lot of us, and CBDMD's products have helped me sleep better and just live a, a higher quality of life. Visit CBDMD.com and enter the promo code SBR to save 25% off at checkout. That's CBDMD.com, promo code SBR. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our show staff, Brian Griggs and Josh Blank. Thanks to our friends from Boingo Wireless, CBDMD, and Mizzen in Maine. And thanks to our partner, Molka Sports, for powering Sports Business Radio. Learn more about them online at molkasports.com. That's M-A-L-K-A sports.com. For Brian Griggs, I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio. This and every SBR podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and your favorite listening app. Follow Sports Business Radio on Facebook, Twitter at SB Radio, Instagram at Sports Business Radio, and online at sportsbusinessradio.com. Sports Business Radio is produced by Brian Griggs and Griggs Productions, griggsproductions.com.